podcast sound. Yeah. And I was like, So my name is Christina Arzate. I'd say I call myself 1.5 generation Mexican-American. I say 1.5. My dad was born in Mexico. My mom was born here in the United States. So I'm like, you know, one and a half. She, her, her pronouns. Cishet. I know you guys can't see me, but, you know, pink, purple hair, teal, cat eye glasses with really thick lenses because i am blind um and if that does not excite you enough then the rest of this podcast will this whole dating round of dating has been interesting because there's been so many changes all around the same time i have started doing a couple different things one when i the month i got on hinge was when i dyed my hair pink and purple just like i I'm ready mm-hmm. to just, I'm just ready. I don't know what I'm ready for. I'm just tired of the same sort of thing. I'm like, I need to re, if I'm, if I want a change, like I have to do something. My fr- And I like dyed my hair pink and purple mm-hmm. and got on the dating app like the same week or something. I was like, yeah. I'm doing this. And then shortly after that, I discovered this one woman and she's a sexual empowerment coach. And she's Latina. She has her own business as a sexual empowerment coach. And she does one-on-one and group workshops related to that. Primarily targeted towards Latinas regarding like sex, sexual health, and sex- sexual communication. This is a thing yeah. that I think I need. Yeah. Um, so I started following her. And then like on a whim, I was just like, you know, all her posts are really resonating with me and like how our upbringing has such an effect on how we show up in relationships mm-hmm. and, and sexual relate, like, and sexually as well, how are we express ourselves? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm going to take a plunge here. And I, and I signed up. And it's like a three month long thing. And we meet virtually like once a week. It has been like interesting how it's just coupled along with my start of dating again. And this like I call it therapy. Mm -hmm. My therapy group. um, Because it's just so like meshing so well because like things come up and what do you guys talk about what what's up in the group her name is jocelyn silva okay we just we discuss um a lot of different things i was so our last session that we just had was probably my favorite also because it was the hardest Mm -hmm. also because i was like this topic is gonna need like 10 sessions but it's okay and it, we discussed how our relationship, we discussed our relationship with our mothers and how that affects how we express ourselves sexually. Oh, shit. It, we, it got there. And that was my favorite session so far because I was like, oof. And what did they say about it? Like, what mm. did, is it that you become your mother or does Maybe. Mm-hmm. Some do, or some go the complete opposite. 
Where do you think you fall on the spectrum? Or do you not want to say because your mom's going to listen to this? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> we, we, we have talked a lot about this. Oh. It's, it's a group and it's, it's a relationship in progress. But I'm pretty open with her in our own way. Okay. <laughs> she was kind of like the head mm-hmm. of the household where I feel like in typical, like maybe traditional Latino households, like it's the man. Mm-hmm. In ours, it was my mom. I feel like she took on the more masculine role in the in the family. I would say, and also it's also probably based on her upbringing as well. But she just took a lot of the control and kind of told you how to think, and her opinion was right. Yeah. And even if I asked my dad for something, I feel like I knew at a young age, or I recognized at a young age like even if i ask him it's still gonna be her at the end of the day she kind of told you how to think and her opinion is right and it just made me question i always questioned myself growing Mm -hmm. up for Mm -hmm. everything i guess i would gaslight myself yeah a lot like do you really feel like that and it still comes up now like i feel something do you really feel like that and i feel and i was like i realized how that sort of comes up in my um relationships where i'm like is that really how I feel? Uh, mm. He said this, but is that really that big of a deal? I don't know. Like, just being very unsure of myself. Yeah. Yeah, I can relate. Yeah, yeah. And so i that's what I'm trying to break free of now, of, like, just trusting myself more. Yes. Of, like, whatever it, whatever it is. And even if it turns out to be wrong, then, you know, I made the decision based on the information that I had at the time. Mm-hmm. And just letting myself be okay with that. Sure. I love that. So. I I, uh, I recently wrote a blog about old traditions mm-hmm. and how they come up in our lives. And we almost feel this pressure to be who our parents were, who our grandparents were. And like fall in line with their beliefs, mm-hmm. even if they're not our own. Just for the for the sake of keeping up a tradition or or paying respect to the people that came before us like Mm -hmm. because they felt like something was disrespectful or inappropriate for a woman Mm -hmm. to do or whatever the case is that we feel guilty in those moments for Mm -hmm. being different for stepping outside the box at least i do Mm -hmm. you know sometimes when i don't conform to these ideas that i know i grew up with i feel a little guilty and then i remind Mm -hmm. or i have to try to remind myself I can start my own traditions that I can be my own Mm -hmm. person and pave my own road. And, but it's complicated and it's uncomfortable because it almost feels like you are casting aside the values that you grew up with when in fact Mm -hmm. you're just kind of building upon them with new information. Yes. And new experiences. Yeah. Even, like, being able to communicate my needs now in this whole dating sphere yeah, of, like, just being okay. For sure. And, you know, and it's going to, even if it's hard and if I want to cry, then, like, fuck it. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's part of it. That's part of uh, going through all that stuff. I feel like crying is such a normal and natural thing to do Mm -hmm. when you're feeling overwhelmed or even happy sometimes. Mm -hmm. And people fight it. Like, it's a sign of weakness. I still do. And it's, and I'm like, and I'm just so trying to unlearn the fight of crying because it's easy to get mad. 
Yeah. For me, at least for maybe for some people not, but for me, it's easy to get mad and it's easy to feel anger. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just saw a lot of that growing up and I felt a lot of that Mm -hmm. growing up. So it's really easy for me to get in touch with anger, but like crying and like being vulnerable, sadness and that one, it just takes a lot more Mm. conscious thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. I never felt safe having feelings in front of my mom when I was mm-hmm. a kid. I just felt like I, I'm whatever I was going to go through or express mm-hmm. that I was going to be belittled for having feelings mm-hmm. for like being sad or sensitive or mm-hmm. whatever the case. And now I don't think I, I am in touch with anger necessarily, mm-hmm. but I cope with sadness sometimes with humor. Like I will yeah. mask my sadness with a joke or like Me I too, will yeah. underplay something with by joking just so that nobody knows that I'm like, oh, no, I'm really fucking hurt by that. I'm actually yeah. devastated. I'm it's it's a real problem oh, yeah. for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, me too. I use humor for a lot of things. And that's one of them. Yeah. And I think that's why people don't always know if I'm joking or not. Because sometimes I am, but sometimes it's not. And yeah. that's just the the way I can get it out without bursting into tears. Yes. I also feel like I, I have an issue of wanting to, like, put the other person's feelings first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I realized through like the group work like the my upbringing I tend to be very hyper aware and hypersensitive of my partner and like making sure that they're okay yeah Mm -hmm. I had I have a high school friend who the other day she gets on Instagram and she's just like doing an Instagram story and she's fucking sobbing she's like oh my god you guys like I I'm having such a bad day and like I just wanted you to see that Days aren't always beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, days sometimes suck. And, like, it's okay to have a day, you know, that looks like this. And at no point did I feel like, ugh, like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you putting this out? In fact, I felt like, how fucking awesome that you were willing to come onto this platform where you're seen by however many followers and being just fucking real. Right. Keeping it 100, as they as say. As the young ones say, mm-hmm. keeping it a thou wow <laughs> is my favorite one that I like to throw around a sometimes. But just being really raw. Just, yes. Just raw, just raw dog your emotions. Raw dog your emotions. Or raw dog people with your emotions. Raw dog people with your emotions. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. Yes. The, and it's and so, probably last. Yes. <laughs> no one will ever say raw dog people with your emotions ever again outside of this podcast. But it's true. Like, it's so hard to be even. I feel like I keep it pretty fucking real. Mm-hmm. I will be honest about pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. And I will, I will pour my heart out, mm-hmm. but I will very rarely get emotional in front of people mm-hmm. just because of probably some deep-seated issues that mm-hmm. I don't really fully understand. Mm-hmm. And in all of my therapy, when I've talked about like those deep, dark, miserable moments mm-hmm. of my life, I feel like 
God, let it be over so that they don't see me cry or like I'm not I can't let it out here. Yes. Or even if I cry in my internal dialogue is like, okay, hurry up. You're making them uncomfortable. Oh, fuck. I know. I get that. And I'm just like, uh, and like, that's what I was thinking in my head. I was just like, oh, my God, stop. But have you ever felt like somebody's deep emotions made you uncomfortable? Not me. Exactly. I think that's most of us. No, I'm just like, let do let it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Girl or boy. or Maybe whoever. some people. I mean, there's got to be people out there whose uh, people's intense emotions make them uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. No, I know people like that. Because my they're mom. Like, that's my yes, mom. Yes, I know. I know people like that, that they're like, you know, when people get emotional, I get really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard people say that. I'm like, you know, that's fine. That might be... They just don't know what to do with it. They just don't know what to do with it. Like they, they were taught what to do with it. And maybe they're fine not knowing what to do with it. And they can find another person that doesn't know what to do with it. And they can go live in their not knowing what to do with it world. Yes. Shout out to them. Yes. But I feel like most, you know, I feel like most people, it's more so like, you can do it, but I can't. Yeah. There's a few. Actually, my whole family is like that. Mm-hmm. My whole family is shut off to emotion. Mm-hmm. We do not get vulnerable with each other. We mm-hmm. just don't. It's like not how the game gets played. And yeah. if for any reason things do get a little bit vulnerable, it gets shut down pretty fucking quickly mm-hmm. and uncomfortable. And in my adult life, I've still felt like very cringe when emotions get heightened with you know, the people in my circle, because it's like, what are we going to do with this? Somebody's going to get weird. Yeah. Like, when is it going to stop? <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking awesome thing that you're doing. That's a thing. What I was like, this is, I was like, I need to. Yeah. I was like, at a point where I was like, I need to do something if I want the t- kind of life that I'm saying that I do. Mm hmm. And I think that uh, more of us need to do that kind of hard work. The reason that I wanted to have you on here to begin with is because you were talking about these experiences and you're not the first to bring this up to me. I've had like two or three women talk to me about their dating experiences on dating apps, post-COVID, during COVID, Mm -hmm. pre-COVID. And it sounds pretty terrifying out there, (laughs) to be honest. Like it just sounds like there's a lot of shit bags out there. There are. It sounds a little (laughs) hopeless. To me, I mean, they they were there before COVID too. I don't know if I'm gonna put it all on COVID to be honest, but COVID definitely amplifies a few awkward things that are already awkward of dating. I didn't I didn't date re- during COVID, so it's definitely the post COVID. But you know, COVID. But you know, I mean, the the weirdos were there before. They're gonna be there. Yeah, I think weirdos are eternal. They they <laughs> just like they're timeless. <laughs> timeless is a better word they're they're just there you know and you know you just have to find your right weirdo yes it's true it's like you find the weirdo that fits best with you and your lifestyle i'm sure someone has more than one person has thought that of me so you know you just have to yeah oh yeah you know but i've also been in dating situations where i had like somebody not like fall in love with me right away and i'm like like, Excuse me. It can't be me. I am my biggest fan. Yes. So, like, when someone is not, like, agreeing, I'm like, hello. come on. 
Yeah, do you, come how on. come you don't see like, what I ha- see? They have to be not in the right place in their life. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, and You're just lo- not ready for me. Just not ready for me. And then logical <laughs> me takes over maybe be like a day or two later and be like, you know, you're not for everyone. Like not yeah. you're, you're not going to be everybody's best fit. Which is uncomfortable to find out that you're not everyone's cup of tea. And I not just in the dating realm, but, like, in friendships. When, like, meeting people Mm -hmm. and, like, feeling like you don't click. Sometimes that's uncomfortable. I don't know about for you, but, like, I tend to put that on myself and say, like, like, oh, what did I do wrong? Yeah. So silly. It's just, you know, some um, personalities just aren't compatible. I'd say upon reflection, I'd been in more situationships. than actual relationships i hear that word a lot situationships Mm -hmm. and i don't know what it means i so what that means is that you you pretty much act like you're in a relationship with no title because no Uh. one brings it up and then someone gets hurt okay and then it blows up in your face very dramatically oh shit (laughs) okay so you've been in those though that would be my primary um when i think about my relationships and then other than that my two long-term situationships i've been in like relationships that last maybe like a couple months one month two months three months and that's it so your longest relationships are situationships situationships that last like five years and one of three years no shit so three years, five years of being in a situationship, meaning that you guys are acting like a couple, but yes. not calling each other boyfriend, girlfriend. That's correct. It sounds like, why would you do? Well, you know, no, you no, no. It does not sound really. <laughs> I don't like, think it's ridiculous. Or think you love someone. Like, I think yeah. one was, a, I think I love this person. Okay. Um, And then I met the second person and I was like. I don't know what that was because this is what love is. And I would yes. say that's the only the three year situation ship is the like the w- one person I've ever loved. OK, so you guys exchanged. I love you's. No. <gasps> oh. <laughs> three <laughs> years. No to this day. <laughs> three years and no, I love you's. That's fascinating isn't it just got into my 30s okay. and i was like this is gonna be my decade <laughs> yeah i mean the 30s are great people always say like youth is wasted on the young every year that passes i feel that way because mm-hmm. physically i don't feel as good as i did in my 20s but emotionally mm-hmm. i feel more equipped to handle life and I kind of wish, like, fuck, why didn't I have this back when I was 20? Doesn't and like, that make you so upset? It like, does. If I had the knowledge of a 31-year-old at 21, do mm-hmm. you know how different I would navigate things? Yeah. Like, I, prob- I would not have been in a situation because yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. But, um, but you know yeah. what happens? I... I what, do you attri- what do you attribute it to? Like, what do you attribute... Being in five-year and three-year situationships, too. Like, is it because you wanted to have companionship? Yeah, I think it's connection and that, like, emotional connection Mm -hmm. and being like, I'll I'll take it regardless of imperfect. But, like, you have to really think about what your boundaries are. And I think I did not honor or know what my boundaries were at that point. I think that we discover our boundaries by letting people cross them. And then we go, oh, fuck, no, never again. (laughs) Or, fuck, no, 
maybe a few more times because <laughs> right. I'm not gonna lie I was an emotional pushover I really was <laughs> I, I, I get it usually I would say the one that is the overly understanding overly compromising one to the point where I put my feelings on the back and it was just hyper focus on what this person wants and oh this person doesn't want something serious right now okay well yeah no I don't want that either what yeah but like when I really think about it, I'm like, no, yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. it's just scary to talk about your feelings and your emotions mm-hmm. and re- the fear of rejection and abandonment. Yes. I was in a really shitty relationship right before Ralph. It was just a relationship where I kind of lost myself. I lost I lost my identity. I was just like, I have to be the perfect person for you and I will stop at nothing. And even though it felt uncomfortable and it felt like I was forcing it, I just kept on. For a long time after, I kind of blamed him, but I think most of the responsibility fell on me yeah. for being like, why am I tolerating this? Like, if I don't like it, why am I not just walking away? Why am I fighting so hard? But then I, right after we broke up, I went to go hang out with my cousin in San Francisco, and she, she's two years younger than me, has a bunch of single friends, and I got to kind of be immersed in the hookup culture of, you know, late 20-year-olds And it seemed like everybody wanted to hook up with everybody else. But when I'd have like a one-on-one conversation with people, they would express how deeply they really wanted connection more than anything. Mm. But when they would interact with each other, it's like, you know, a lot of like sexual energy that's like, hey, what's up? Like leading with the sexual energy. Right. It's like you put out this bait to like catch 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 something. And And then then you're like. they're 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 like, you know, I'd really like to be married in two years like wait where did this come from i really want to have a baby tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) it's true and it's it's hard because you almost have to lie or put on some type of facade to just get somebody to do the dance with you right like like let me how do i trick this person into (laughs) how do i reel them in and then once i have them then i'll let them know (laughs) yeah now that i've got you um now that we've moved in together let me reveal like i'm actually very conservative and very like wait what I want to have two children mm-hmm. and you're like, wait, what? This is not the person. And I understand what you say about facade. I felt feel like I have lived in like a dating facade for for a while. Just mm-hmm. kind of like, let me be what the what that person wants. And I think yeah. it wasn't until just trying like let me live like honestly. Yes. True to myself. And if that if that attracts someone, then great. Um, but I'm not I'm not holding myself worth to if I get married, have kids, get a house. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful because I think so many people do. And that's, I think, the primary reason why women in their late 20s and early 30s feel like they have to rush into something because it feels like I got to do all the steps. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't. You don't, don't have to do all the steps and you don't even you have do to do them, them unless mm-hmm. you, you could can, skip you some can of them. Skip some steps. You make your own steps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely skipping the children's step. Okay. Yeah. Look at that. It's not for me. I have really thought about this. I feel like the only reason I've ever thought about being a mom is because I feel like it would make other people happy. Like I'm an only child. So my mom would get a grandchild finally. Um, but that's dumb. That's a dumb reason to go and have a kid. 
especially like if I don't want one. Yeah, no, but I get a lot a of reason. I wouldn't say dumb. I would say, but I would say, yeah, yeah, it's not not a good reason. Yeah, I I don't want to. Um, I don't want to like bring someone into the world that I'm not excited about. Right, and that feels wrong to say, and I feel guilty admitting that sometimes. But then I'm also like, but that's that's my truth. Like, I get a lot of pressure from people who are like, oh, you know, you should have kids now. Like, it's time. You guys have been married. And I'm like, I don't care that we've been married for two years. Like, I don't, if I don't want to, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on the undecided. I'm on the, for me, it's very person dependent. Mm-hmm. So if sure. I meet a partner that we're like, wow, like our lives can only get better if we bring another life, mm-hmm. then cool. But if I meet a partner where we're like, you know, we like our relationship the way it is. Mm-hmm. Why change that? Then yeah. cool. I used to be very adamant about I wanted to have like a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from or why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just did. And then I went through a phase in my mid-20s where I was like, absolutely not. I do not want kids. Gross. And then I was like, you know, let me just see how it goes. It's a conversation. For between sure. Between me and my, my future partner. I learned how to think introspectively. Like, mm-hmm. I can now... And it took me a while to get here, but I can now look back and see, like, what was my role mm-hmm. in this. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't all them. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I can. And I, for a while, I was not able to do them. Like, no, this it was it's them. Yeah. They were yes. the problem. I'm like, no, like, I've been able to look back and I can look back now and I can see what my role in, was in the situation. Mm-hmm. Why? Things didn't work out, what I did or didn't do. I learned that the number one thing is communication. Mm-hmm. And like everyone communicates. So the, yeah. there's no one that think I had a constant fear of if I really say what I think or what's on my mind, they're going to leave. Or if I don't say yes to whatever it is that they're wanting then they're going to find someone else who will say yes. I can't let that happen. I know. I, I know that feeling. <laughs> I feel like that feeling is most common in women. I don't feel mm. like men feel that way. Uh, they detach a little bit easier uh-huh. than we do. And yeah. pretty much when their needs aren't being met, they're like, all right, cool, All peace. right, cool, bye. And I'm like, <laughs> how do you? And like, I'd be like, how can you just leave? Yes. But I guess they're confident enough that they're like, I'm going to find someone else. Mm-hmm. That's where I am starting to be in now of like, you know, it's okay. Like, I am going to find someone else. Like, yeah. it's okay. So how do you put yourself out there? You're on the apps. Mm-hmm. You go to social gatherings, people at work. What's the sitch? So I'm mainly on Hinge. I mean, I go to work and I go home. So I'm like, I thought to myself, I'm like, if I'm going to find somebody, I have to try. You have to put yourself out there. You have to do something. Let me try the dating app one more time. I tried it like maybe five years ago when mm-hmm. I lived out in St. Louis, Missouri for school um and it just didn't go well i don't think the people and they i don't think the population on the dating apps in missouri was looking for me yeah (laughs) i don't think i was what those dudes were looking for and they were not what i was looking for Uh every picture was like some 
man holding like a fish as like their first picture i'm like this is not what i'm looking for and clearly i from my very fabulous description in the beginning i don't think that's i was uh, yeah what they were looking for yes so nothing transpired from that okay so i was like let me try it again the most awkward thing is what do i put on my profile what do i want to put forward like what do i value the thing that i value the most about myself that i really like about myself is not necessarily my physical appearance it's my humor it's my funniness I just put up a couple weeks ago this meme on my social media where a guy was breaking up with a girl and they were like, I found someone else and she's prettier than you. And the girl was like, I don't care. And she's funnier than you. And she was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, that's me. That's me. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you're going to find somebody prettier than me, but funnier than me. That's going to be. That's rare. That's going to be hard. That's funny. That's going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. My first picture for the longest time was me dressed up as a wrestler i am very big pro wrestling fan it was a halloween costume so i'm dressed up as a wrestler and i have a wrestling belt around my neck i was a dudley boy for those pro wrestling fans out i was bubba ray dudley and i'm like throwing up his like symbol the 3d and i have a wrestling belt around my neck frowning to the camera that's my profile picture whoever likes this can only go up from here and if you don't then like you're not gonna like this is not going to be a good fit if you think it's that's really weird i actually had some dude go out of their way to message me i'm gonna waste a like right now and let you know that that you that should not be your first picture oh my god what an asshole and i was like sir yeah did you did you respond no 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 i just okay. like you know i just deleted and you and me sir yeah would not be a good fit yeah i mean i cringe when i think back at the time that i had the app because i don't think that i was I was marketing myself as myself. Marketing your, right. Like, what do you want the people to see? Most of my pictures are me in wrestling shirts. How I'm looked right now, like, my hair was kind of done, no makeup, my wrestling Mm -hmm. shirt. This is how I showed up. Yeah. Good. I, I think that that's wonderful. And I'm constantly stressing on these podcasts in my blog how important it is for us to love ourselves first and be our own best friends and strongest advocates so that we can't really be torn down by the bullshit of mm-hmm. you know other people's insecurities or somebody's someone Weird feeling the need to comment mm-hmm. on something like that like that sounds to me like an insecurity like mm-hmm. it's almost like we see somebody being bold and wonderful you want to dim com- their light mm-hmm. don't dim my light no no just brighten your own light right and that's what yeah you have to be it's the marketing yourself and i'm like i think i'm looking for someone quirky kind of different that is what you gather by looking at my profile and you yes. on hinge you have your own like prompts and you answer the questions i've gotten some really good answers and like even though things have not worked out with some people they have good conversation starters related to me and my interests read the hinge profile real time Alrighty. so the first prompt i have is i get along best with people who answer this question if you had to make any Simpson character into a WWE wrestler, which one would it be and why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've gotten some good answers and I'm like, yes, 
play along with my foolery. Like, clearly I don't take myself very seriously. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking for someone really, like, funny, quirky, kind of different, like some really different things. Maybe, like, a lot of people when we were younger liked wrestling. But who in their 30s is still, like, here? Me and hopefully... You and your soulmate. Me and my soulmate. (laughs) Oh, and then my simple pleasures was, like, just so people can kind of get a little taste of my interests i have pro wrestling mainly wwe mm-hmm. comedy yes. um and then i have some of my favorite comedians like kev on stage tony baker akash singh andrew schultz mm-hmm. 85 south show Jesus and marrow mm-hmm. so you can kind of get a sense of what my humor and personality is so if you know those or if you don't google them yes. you can kind of get a sense of you know what my what my humor is. And uh-huh. then my third thing is a block of cheese with tapatio. Mm. So. Can, we and, need to put this on in if, the podcast yes, notes. And if this doesn't real. And this has actually the people that I have. I've ended up talking to a few people off the app. And they have all been like the ones who like things have actually we've met in person a couple times. Things like that where it kind of went somewhere. They like have mentioned that picture. They're like that's the picture. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's fun to watch somebody be so genuine and there isn't really anything sexier than confidence and sense of humor. I honestly think in the past, I haven't ever really been shallow. It's always Mm -hmm. been like, are you going to be cool? Are you going to be... I think the people that I have fallen for, are like, they're just, like, cool. And I'm like, I think they're good looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, that's not, like, the first thing. Or sometimes it has been the first thing I see. Because, we you know, but, like, mm-hmm. what keeps me there is, like, wow, this person's cool. Yes, yes. Like, my, my three-year situationship, I'm like, wow, he was just, like, cool. Had the same humor, the same personality. He was, like, my best friend. So what happened? Why did that fall through? You know, (laughs) probably a few different things. Mm -hmm. The main thing was the bad communication. In his heart, he probably did feel the same as me, but neither person wanted to be the one to say anything. And then eventually, we just had a big falling out. He ended up dating somebody, a friend of mine, like while we're still kind of in my head in a situation shit, maybe in his head it was not, I don't know. And then there was a, some, there was a confrontation of sorts. Oh. And then he was pretty much like, we're never together. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. And um, he just played me for delusional. And I was just like, and then I haven't talked to him. And that has been, that was seven years ago. Wow. From that day. From that day on, I've never talked to him since. I, I mean, I deleted his number, so like I couldn't text him if I wanted to, because I was I was like, I know I'm gonna try to try to reach out again. No, I mean, wish, yeah, I don't know what he's doing. Hope he's doing good. I hope he found his person. Yeah. Or on the way to finding his person, mm-hmm. like he's a really yeah really great person. So I hope he's doing. Do you believe in monogamy? When we're in, like, a relationship. In, like, the dating phase, I think I'm realistic in that, like, yeah, we might be talking to a few different people or whatever. Did you, um, when you got onto the apps, how soon after you got onto the app did you date for the first time? Like, what was your first dating experience on the app? 
I met someone the day I got on that app. Oh, and I yes, girl. <laughs> the day, I, the same day I got on, I matched with this really cool dude. <laughs> nice. Was, like into wrestling, like all this stuff. And I was just like, that's that easy. The day I get on the app, this is going to be just a breeze. <laughs> yes. Okay. It was, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we went out like two times and okay. then it just, it just kind of fizzled. Mm-hmm. Away. Cause like when I like someone, I'm like, all right, I'm ready. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I think it took him like two weeks to ask me. Wow. And then when he did ask me and we went out, I was like, what took you so long? And he was like, our schedules were just like not aligning. It's not that I didn't want to hang out with you. Yeah. Do you think that your like strong energy and personality scares people away? I would say it probably does. I would say it probably does. That it intimidates. Like, whoa, that's a lot. I could see it intimidating men um, Mm -hmm. because men don't. I'm speaking in generalities, Mm -hmm. but I think maybe men have trouble not being like the strong character Mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have a very strong personality, so I could see that, you know, you taking what you want, you asking for what you want, you being honest about what mm-hmm. you want. It's like for some people, it's like, don't. Whoa. whoa what about whoa. me and my, what I want, you know? <laughs> and, Which I appreciate. I would let's appreciate that. And, you know, a partner, too, of mm-hmm. course, like leading also like the relationship or something like kind of tell me what you want as well but i would say that i have been in situations where i think i do scare some guys nice and they're like whoa yeah i am but like we can be like a lot together no no what why are you not responding to me (laughs) i'm like oh i scared another one people do scare quite easily when it comes to people being like brutally honest um, because then it kind of makes them face themselves and that's scary too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like to talk to many people at the same time. Cause I'm going to forget or lose track. Yeah. Just for my mental organization. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can't, I just can't talk to multiple people. So like, I think the most maybe like three maybe like actively going on dates like two is any of the dating just like purely sexual yeah some people like that's just what it was in some cases like particular case i knew that's what it was gonna be Mm -hmm. and i was perfectly fine with it i love that (laughs) wonderful so the dating apps have been fruitful for you i would say i haven't gone on a bad date Oh, I haven't said I have not gone on a bad date. I would say even though the people didn't work out. Yes, I would say I have enjoyed the company of all the dates that I have went on, whether it was one date or more than one. Yeah, I have not been on a date in this. I call it this round of dating that I did not enjoy. And so that's a win. What is pretty cool? Like, describe your dream guy. Who is he? I would say um, humor. Like, so that we match sense of humors. Yes. Um, Some banter. Okay. Like, I joke around a lot. Sometimes it'll be obvious. Sometimes it won't be. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) People will be like... (laughs) 
wait, are you serious? And I'm like, no, why would I be? (laughs) More often than not, I am joking. If it sounds ridiculous, I am joking. Mm -hmm. I just, I joke around about everything. So if I, if I'm like, say something to someone and they, they're catching and they play along with it, that is what, you know, reel me in. I think this one dude, I brought up something wrestling related and then he brought up like like do you wrestle like do you are (laughs) yeah and i was like yes of course like every weekend like in the back alley like do we need a referee he's like i'll be the referee and like we just went back and forth for like paragraphs and i'm like yeah we need to i don't know what this is gonna be but we need to go out because that's funny yes just go and then this other guy where he didn't play along and i'm like why would i be serious about that like a lot of dudes, they don't put their real, they don't put their name on the app. They'll put like initials or a letter. Stop. Like, like B. Yeah. Just the letter B. And I was like, hey, B, if that's your real name or is that your full name? Uh-huh. And he was like, um, no, it's Brad. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I gathered that. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the main thing is like playing along with my So banter. someone who's funny, someone who's playful, playful, someone who... Quirky. Someone who turns you on conversationally. Yeah, yeah. And, and what about like looks? What are you looking for? Do you have a specific type physically or are you more concerned with who he is? Well, I'm more concerned with who he is, but of course I have to be attracted to them. Mm-hmm. I would say all of the people that I have talked to look different. Ah. So I don't know if I have like an attraction to their soul. Specific physical type. Mm hmm. But like, I guess looking on my transcript of this hinge, I I, you can probably make the case that I have a type. Yeah. I would say if you kind of scroll in my my matches, there is a, a common some commonalities. Okay. If you will. I check dudes out and I'll be like, oh, he's attractive. He's attractive. But like rarely does someone stop me in my tracks and I yeah. do like a triple take. That has happened maybe three times. Yeah. Where I'm like whoa same same and like one was fairly re- and then and none of yeah one was fairly recent um the other one was my situationship and then mm-hmm. i'm just throwing one in there for good luck like i'm just sure it's been more than two times yeah <laughs> but i just can't think of them right now but where i'm like whoa 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 oh who is that yes i had um, a friend and she would like i swear she checked every single guy out because every time I was with her, she'd be like, this could be a potential. This like, could be a potential. Yes. Yes. Well, she was just like very connected to her own sexual energy. And I feel like okay. she just, That's awesome. she wanted to just be sexual with as many people as possible. So she would see men and be like, oh, like he's so fine. Like this and that. And I was <laughs> Did like. she grunt like that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. She had like a very, like there was just a lot of like intensity behind the checking out and i was like okay (laughs) yeah i always found it really funny that she was just so open like hey did you see that guy who the fuck is that guy like i wonder what his dick looks like i'm 
actually deceased right now. RIP to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. I do I do talk like that sometimes. That's funny. Yes. That's I, funny. I'm not the type to talk like that, but I love being part of conversations okay. where people are talking like that. I think I, it's the best. I, talk, I can talk really reckless, which I think I do try to let it come out in a little bit at a time when I'm first dating somebody. Mm-hmm. So like they're probably like this is a little bit. I'm like, yes, if I have just met you for a month, that has not possibly the t- the level mm-hmm. of where I can go. I'll, I'm also just, you know, self-aware like I just don't want to be completely scare them completely off. Yeah. Like, the first fucking like hour that they met me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've always been honest, though, about how people how I think people look like I've always been honest in that way. Like if I like when I first met Ralph, I had no problems being like, I think you're really hot. Mm-hmm. Really digging this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really digging this. Um, <laughs> but I uh, I don't I wouldn't necessarily like call myself like I would call call her a pervert. Like one hundred percent, she oh, has she has pervert energy, and I don't think that. I mean, maybe I did at one point. I mean, I was I, I wasn't a saint, but I uh, <laughs> I don't I don't think I have pervert energy now. Uh, My pervert energy has only gone up <laughs> as I've gotten older. <laughs> I don't think I was such a perv in my early 20s i'd say i'm at my perviest right now. okay you're at peak pervosity peak per- peak pervosity <laughs> yes oh my god that's hilarious <laughs> de- you know i love a female pervert i really do um i especially love when like older women check out younger dudes oh my god and they're like oh yeah like he's so Fine, so gonna tasty, be me. little morsel, blah, blah, blah. Not a morsel. That's definitely going to be me. But, like, later mm. on in life. Like, I think yeah. right now I would like someone around my age range. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, I think my, like, age <laughs> on Hinge is, like, 29 to, like, 45. Yeah. Even, that's a good spot. Even, like, 40s, I'm even a little hesitant about. I'm just, I want... It would be really? cool if they were in their 30s. Oh, man. I feel like men in their 40s the best. Um, all the men that I know who are in their 40s, like, they're, they're past the bullshit. Mm. And they've got such great energy. At least that's yeah, what I well, see. Like, like one of my closest yeah. male friends is in his 40s. And he's just like, you know, he's done with the bullshit. And I love it. I went out with one person on Hinge. He was 45. Mm-hmm. I have a story. Because I've heard that a lot. But like, oh, but like men, like the 45, like he probably knows what he wants. So I was like, yep, maybe. Mm-hmm. And maybe. Maybe not. I don't know if this was just his way of getting rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I th- we went out twice. Um, we were making plans for a third. Mm-hmm. Um. But he suddenly was just like, something came up, I'll call you later or something. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. not a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm, a re- I'm a reasonable person. Yeah. Things come up. <laughs> Sharpening your nails. <laughs> I'm reasonable. That's okay. I wasn't ready to go or anything. <laughs> uh, I'm a reasonable person. As as unhinged as I might come off. <laughs> I'm actually very, um, very reasonable. I don't person. think you come off as unhinged. I'm so, gl- I'm so glad. Not at all. But go on. So I'm confirming the plans. He's like, something comes up. 
um, I'll call you later. I'm like, okay. He calls me later and he's like, so yeah, I, and he was, and he's sounding and he's talking really low. Mm-hmm. I'm like thinking in my head, are you like in a closet? Like he yeah. sounds, he's normally talks normal, mm-hmm. but he was talking extremely low. Like I was like pressing the phone to my ear. Cause I'm yeah. like, I can't, I can't hear you, sir. Yeah. And he was like, you know, like I'm, I just, something happened and it just made me feel really weird. I was like, okay, like what happened? And he's like, my hinge got, got deleted and reported. Um, I just got an email. My hinge got deleted and reported. I don't know why I've been going back and forth with like customer support and they won't tell me anything. All, all I know is that I was reported and they've deleted my account off hinge. And you know, this is making me feel really weird. And like, I'd ra- and like, I'd rather just, um, us not hang out. Cause I feel weird right now. Like, I don't want you to come over and like I'm acting weird and you're wondering why. And I was just what like, okay, fuck? not a problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm just like, I'm so confused though. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Um, and I'm just letting Maybe him he talk. thought you reported him and he's so, like, I don't want you to know where I live. <laughs> no, I had already been to his place. Okay. Point. Okay, okay. Um and so there was like some awkward silence and then I was like so I got to ask is this really true or are you just trying to end things cuz if you just want to end things you can just tell me like it's totally fine mm-hmm. like we've had a good time but like it's cool yeah and he was like no 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 he was like no 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 like I've enjoyed our time together like that's not it and then I asked I was like okay follow up question is this really do you think it was me <laughs> yeah i was like i'm in a i'm in my era of let's be honest here so yeah. i was just like and i know myself i'm gonna keep thinking about this question for days if i don't yeah. ask him right now uh-huh. and he was like went on again about how he just feels so strange about it and he just feels un- uncomfortable and he was he was made a point to be like i mean i haven't talked to anybody since we met or since we've been going out and i was like okay that's not even what we're talking about right now but cool oh and before we hang up he was like and i was like okay well um oh we're about to hang up and just naturally before i hang up with somebody i'll be like oh like talk to you later and so i was like all right um bye talk to you later and then i caught myself i was like or maybe not because <laughs> i'm like or I, I i don't know or like, you're gonna ghost me or after you're gonna this. ghost me is totally fine um and he, i was like or or maybe not and he was like oh no 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 like yeah like um give like well give me a couple days we'll be in touch never said anything again and then we hung up i'm like i'm not hearing from this motherfucker again mm-hmm. whatever and maybe like five days goes by and he texts me Mm-hmm. and he's like hey do you have some time to talk i was like yeah sure um we get on the phone and he was like yeah so like thank you for giving me the space and i was like i'm not gonna lie i didn't think i was gonna hear from you again and he was like what i wouldn't do that i'm like motherfucker i don't know you yes so yes. um why would you not do that in my but i didn't say that and his behavior was so weird it was just so strange mm-hmm. and he was but he was like no i wouldn't do that um i'm just gonna take a break from dating altogether and he just bid me a good day 
Okay. And I was like, all right. Well, at least um, he called and said instead said of just something. ghosting. Right. Because he totally could have ghosted me. I could have just not heard from him again. And that was yeah. the last time I heard from him. Yeah. That was the second person I met on the app. My friend was like, he's probably married. And, um, and I'm like, I mean, I went. He, well, he, she doesn't live at the place I was at. But, yes, he could be in another yeah. country. I don't know. Yes. When I was on the dating apps for, like, five minutes, I went out with... I was on the dating app for probably, like, a couple months. And I went out on some on some good dates. Um, cool people out there. Yeah, I guess. Like, um, none of them were bad, but it was, like... How do I even say this? Like, I got catfished a little bit. Yeah. So there was this guy. I thought he was pretty good looking. At the time, I think I was very shallow. And I was like, I just need an opportunity to go out there and be with someone who looks good. Just so get that your I can- feet, just, get, just to get your beak wet. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it was more like I wanted the opportunity in, you know, it, at this at this stage in my maturity, I wanted the opportunity to like go out with someone hot so I could be like, see what I'm up to, bitch, yeah. you know, to the person that had like just broken up yeah. with me. And so I found this this guy. I, we both swiped right. He was really cool. And I go and meet up with him. And he is like, I want to say he was like three or four inches shorter than me and like tiny a tiny man. No, it was so this was not even him or these were old pictures. They were pictures taken at an angle that suggested that he was taller than he was. Oh, so he they had the camera like on the floor probably. <laughs> Cuz I've I, seen those pictures on the app and I'm like, "Sir." Yeah. It was oh my gosh. I'm not a height like not you see. just gotta be yeah you just gotta be as tall as me honestly yeah, that's and i I'm, feel the same I'm way five seven so i'm like if you're five seven then we can have a conversation yes of, like we all like yeah it would be nice mm-hmm. if they were taller i think yeah. some women don't care and i love that i think that's like you love, fuck that. It. You love that for us i love I love that for people who don't No, and it's not even I, I don't care either I feel like if you're my height you're fine but if like you're shorter I might feel a little bit weird about it I might feel weird if you're shorter also but like also I tend to wear really like platform shoes all the time uh. so I'm five seven but like with shoes I'm a good five nine five ten mm-hmm. so like if you're five set I mean if you're five seven that's fine mm-hmm. just I'm probably gonna be a little taller than you. A little you taller than you. And if you're okay with that, like I'm fine if I'm taller than you <laughs> in like my shoes, because I know I wear pretty tall shoes. But like if we're barefoot and we're the same height, cool. And if you don't care, yeah. cool. Some dudes care. Like they yeah. want to be with the most petite person. And I love that for you. Yeah. But like <laughs> I am not that small of a woman. Like I'm 5'7, I'm not that small. So mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah, no, I felt super duped at this date like i just felt it's just he didn't it's just not being honest yeah so it's just like i feel like actually my pictures on my app actually i don't have any full body pictures on my on my um hinge Mm -hmm. you can kind of see what because i don't think it's wrong with having a preference whatever you want to be with yeah but like it's the it's just the being honest part it is the being honest i felt 
And then, you know, what I'm upset about is that I didn't tell him that, mm. you know. Did you tell him anything? I We had a dinner. We I didn't say, like, oh, you're a lot shorter than you said in your profile. I didn't feel comfortable yeah, being I so forward. I mean, I don't forward. know if that's necessary. No. Like, we all have eyes For that sure. work. So, yes. like, damn near can pick you up and put you on my lap, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're not something's not adding up here yeah we talked about his work we talked it was very surface level and then at the end he's like you know if you want to go out again and i was like no you told him no i said i i don't think so okay what did he say to that he said okay i think um it was you're like i don't know i couldn't really see him uh, yeah scurried off into the little <laughs> mouse hole in the corner of the room <laughs> and that's the last time that's the last time i, I saw him, him. I sc- he scurried away and with i little with his, <laughs> with his little legs in the, into the crowd in between legs <laughs> he was gone <laughs> it was so terribly sad Not and in between people's legs <laughs> i'm dead i actually have talked to people shorter than me i'm not even gonna front well i think it's fine but it's it's whatever but you know i you know it'd be cool if we at least met i tie at some we were able to meet i tie i dated a guy who was shorter than me for How 11 years i'm five three or five four okay if you're five three or five four and you date someone shorter what do we i don't know yeah we're talking about we're children talking here about, like <laughs> we're talking like what's going on yeah i mean i'm like five seven so i'm like cool you're five seven that's fine yeah like, no i if you're five three I'm, and like someone you I'm, know rolls up in a car that looks like it twists up and that's yeah like, then like what are we yes. doing <laughs> i'm five three and five four when i fix my posture probably oh, yeah, yeah yeah i'm probably good yeah and i just i don't know i was so pissed it's probably just the immaturity at the time but i was just so pissed like how could you not say and then i started to pay attention mm-hmm. that men do put their heights on their uh, profiles it's so sad thinking back on those dating experiences because i was so naive um and so unwilling to be up front like the way that i would be now like i would just mm-hmm. you know i wouldn't i wouldn't see it as anything but like you're like just with the you're like ralph you're lucky you got me right now because i'd be in these streets do you hear me yes yes and i don't know if i if i had to live the same situation now i had to go meet up with this guy i found out he was shorter i think i would see it now as more of like well maybe he's a cool guy and like we could just be friends yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've, I I have not been, thankfully, cash, catfish so far. Mm-hmm. But I think if I was, I feel like I'd, you know, I'd see the date through. If I wasn't attracted for whatever reason, I mean, I'd just not go out again. I wouldn't go. So I'd just be like, oh, like if yeah, I would, I would not initiate further conversation. Yeah. But when they did, because I'm sure they will, because, you know, yeah, me. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, you know, like at yeah. the, I'd be like, you know, I didn't, I didn't see the connection. I don't even think I would tell them at this. He can't do shit about his height. That's yeah. how tall he is. Yeah, I'd just be like, you know, I didn't just, see, I didn't see a connection, but yeah. like, I wish you well and da da da. And have you had to do that with anyone? Have you had to just like let them know this wasn't for me? Have you been no. the one at all during these dates to say, you know what? I'm actually, I'm, I'm cool off this. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I feel like the things have like ended more of like a fizzle. Like we just mutually just stop talking sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had to, you know, set some boundaries and like been like, hey, like that wasn't cool. Yeah. And like if Do you feel comfy sharing any examples. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like with this one particular individual, it was just the conversation we have. We had went out already, maybe like twice or something. Um, but I just didn't like something that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, very, there's just no communication. It was just a very disrespectful of my time to where we had made some plans and then he fell off the face of the earth and I just didn't hear from him. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, and then he came back like, oh, with some sort of excuse. And I was like, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I don't know who you think I am, mm-hmm. but that's not okay. How did it feel to set that boundary? I felt good. Did he accept it well? You know. <laughs> no. Yeah, I didn't think, like being called out. I think he was not like he explained himself, but I feel like he felt he's like, but I said, I'm sorry. And I said what the reason was like, I told you why. And I'm like, I heard you. Yeah. But that's doesn't make up for what it represents or what it means like or how it made you feel how it made me feel like it was very disrespectful of my time and my feelings and that's not okay Mm -hmm. um and i don't think he fully was comprehending that so i feel like he was i i just don't feel like i think he understood as much as he was able to and so he felt bad but i don't think he fully grasped yeah <laughs> the what the point the, i was trying to put down right the severity sort of, of what thing. it meant because i was you. like that's just so and i think it triggered me a little bit because it had a kind of similar situation happened in an old situationship so i think it even amplified what i get happened, that mm-hmm. um of sort of like hey we had plans they fell through due to something you did where is the kind of making up for it sort of sort of deal rather than just like i'm sorry move on dating man you know (laughs) i have experienced some emotional whiplash the day that i met Christina, she started talking about some dating experiences that she had had. And I knew right away that these experiences (laughs) needed to be shared. And the story that you told had so many levels, such a multifaceted experience and all within the span of like a couple months or a month. Um, a singular a month. A singular <laughs> month. Please enlighten the people. <laughs> can we give him a name? Can we call him like Victor? We can call him Victor. Okay. We can call him Victor. Let's call him Victor. I was just like, I was unsure at first. He had a few things on his profile where I was like, I don't know. And then on the first date, he had mentioned a few things where I was like, oof. I just felt like, ooh, maybe we're at two different viewpoints yeah. on this on this thing. Not a deal breaker. Yeah. I'm going to over, I'm just going to not overlook, but like it's not, 
It's fine. Yeah. But we'll just like, set what? that aside for now. Let me set this aside Deal for now. with it later, maybe, Deal if with it, it comes later, up. Maybe, if it comes <laughs> up. When he's like, do you want to go to a rally? I'm like, which side? <laughs> yeah. Whose rally? <laughs> Whose rally, sir? <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> and you eventually somewhat hit it off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like we hit, I was like, you know, I like him. I think he likes me. We're making plans to hang out again. Cool. He was cool. I had a second date. Things went really well. He didn't. A- he didn't ask me. He. A- I answered the man's question. Yeah. Are you dating other people? My answer was yes. Mm-hmm. And so he took that as oh, like she wants to be dating other people. She does not want to be exclusive. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case. And I'm like that. Which that was not. Mm-hmm. what i said i just answered the question yes. at hand. i didn't elaborate he could have asked me for elaboration yeah but he did not because i'm like yeah going into a second date yeah we're not exclusive mm-hmm. this is date number two yeah right apparently he kept that morsel of information in his head because eventually we're still talking for another couple weeks i catch covid oh i'm yeah. out for a week mm-hmm but we couldn't see each other. And so, so I'm out, I'm out of the game. (laughs) I guess in that week, he, you know, spread his little wings and he met someone else and recovering from the COVID. um, And I'm like texting him like, Hey, I'm thinking we're going to like make plans to hang out. Cause I'm like better. I'm testing negative. I'm back at work. Everything's cool. Mm -hmm. And he's like, we have to talk. Uh Oh, and I'm like, this is an hour before I get off a shift. And so I'm, I'm shitting myself for the next hour. Uh, so I'm just like, no. what? 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 The looming, we've got to talk. The looming, we've got to talk. And so um, so he's like, yeah, we have to talk. Um, call me when you get off work. So I get off work and I call him. And then that's when he's like, hey, um, he try, he starts asking me about work and how my day is. And I'm like, cut, mm. like, cut the bullshit. Get, get yeah, to the point. Yeah, get to and it, I was, sir. And I was giving very like short answers. I was like, fine. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. Because I'm like, all right. Snap, you, snap, bitch. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? And he's like, so like, I just wanted to tell you that. I met someone and he was like, this was just within the last like five days. And I'm like, I had COVID in the last five days. And he's, he's like, he really, he had to go out in search of something because five days was too much. I think it was too much. Um, and he's like, so it's just within the last five days. Mm-hmm. I met someone um, and we really hit it off and we want to be exclusive. Jeez. And I was like, it all just hit me whoa 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 mm-hmm. and i'm just like okay just like, got off of work and you're doing this to me yes and it was a real it was a hard day at work i had to do like a bunch of uh pet euthanasias that day as well so it was already uh, like emotionally taxing it's father's day and this shit. motherfucker wants to have a conversation oh no and i'm just like I think everything just hit me all at once. And yeah. so all I could even muster to say is like, thank you for telling me. And I just start crying. Oh, it was so no. pathetic. You, it's not, it's not um, pathetic. That's just you I, I was being just, a human being. I think, he was pro- he, I think he was just really, I don't think he thought I was going to react like that. Oh. So you um, cried on the phone with on him. On the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh. But I, it, I mean, it was that, and it was coupled with like it was what a, a shitty hard day, day at work, yeah. and it was, with the day it was, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is the fucking worst fucking day." And then I'm just like, "Thank you for." T-. I think I said that probably three times because that's all I could say. Yeah. And he was just like, "I'm sorry. I think if we had been hanging out, this wouldn't have happened." Oh, so you're gonna and blame I'm like, me? Wait, this is my fault. I'm sorry for getting sick. Uh-huh. He just keeps talking. And I yeah. think it's because he's probably nervous because, like, I'm not saying anything. He's well, just, what does he want you to say? He's already got somebody else. Like, what the fuck do you want from me? Fine. Okay, I heard you. Bye. 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 And so, Because I felt like we had been pretty, pretty close. I mean, granted, we only knew each other for a month. And I was just like, so that all just kind of crumbled, crumbled, if you will. I needed to sit with it for, like, a couple days. So uh-huh. I think, like, after, like, a couple, several days, I reached back out to him. I did some processing and, like, got over my initial, you know, the shock and the what and the oh, my God. And I was like, you know, I did some reflection. And I was like, you know, he met someone who is a better fit for him. And mm-hmm. that is what we're all trying to do. My mind is now, my mind has shifted moving on sort of thing. Two days go by. Mm-hmm. 48 hours mm-hmm. goes by and he texts me. So that situation didn't work out. We were just too different. But, I, but I'd love if we can like start talking again. This I, is the emotional whiplash this moment, is everyone. This the emotional whiplash where I was like. Threw My her emotion- out to sea and then roped her back in mm-hmm. or tried to. My emotions don't work that quickly. And I was like, you know, like I had already come to terms with the fact that you had moved on. Mm -hmm. And like, I just can't come back right away. Like nothing. Like, I don't even know how I feel anymore. And he was kind of like, oh, like it's wasn't that long. And I'm like, yeah, but like, I mean. But in five days, he made a decision that he was going to be exclusive with someone and then not be exclusive with them after all. And then wanted to be whatever it was that you guys had going on again. Yeah. And I was just like, bruh. I'm very like hesitant on the whole friends thing just because what do you mean by friends like you're gonna come over and play monopoly like what kind of friends do you want to be like you probably were gonna try to swoop back in that's what that means yes no No, we will there's no such thing as friends sir goodbye victor did you feel like the rejection of it made you crave it more so i think in my past yes that the rejection or like the them showing attention to someone else Oof. is like ooh i yeah. ooh i got to i got to be even yeah. better yeah i got to show like you that. what i'm up to i got to show you what what time it is over here yes <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere <laughs> on the dot <laughs> <laughs> i think before it was but i feel like in this round of Mm -hmm. dating it was more it was a turnoff yeah to where i'm trying i was like no i was like i'm reprogramming my mind to be like you know if someone's doing something or does something that is not does not align with you that is a turnoff that is a check on the no side i reiterated that and he was just like 
you know, like when things don't work out, you know, you just you get you get back out there. Yeah. Or something like that. Don't and tell me would, what to do, Victor. Tell me what to do, Victor. That's the first problem. Yeah. Here. Number one, shut up. Number shut up with your life advice, Victor. <laughs> how do you after of like how do you suppose that story went on his end? Like, do you think? Oh, this he, is a completely different story on his end. I'm sure. I bet I, I'm going to take like a quick guess and say that maybe he goes back to station to, to station. He go no, no, no. I'm saying he. You get COVID. Uh huh. He meets Stacia. He's like, man, this girl's really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make it exclusive with her. But he doesn't discuss it with her first. He goes and discusses it with you. Okay. Mm -hmm. He goes and tells you like, hey, sorry, I met somebody and we're going to be exclusive. And then he goes and tells her like, hey, listen, like, just so you know, like, I'm not dating anybody else. I want us to be exclusive. And she's like, "Uh, I don't want to be exclusive. What are you talking about? I know I'm awesome, but I'm going to need you to have a seat. We're not, we're not going to be exclusive. And then he's like, oh, we're not? And she's like, no, I'm like dating like four other dudes, Victor. And then Victor's like, oh, uh, well, me too. I was just saying that for you. And then he comes and reaches out to you and 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 sees if he can rope you back in. Maybe Victor's the fool in this story, one hundred percent. That may very well maybe, maybe how it went. It could be as simple as like she put out. Mm. Could be sex. How do I get the sex the fastest? Where can I get my hands on some sex? This you got some sex. You got some sex. Mm-hmm. How much sex you got? Do you have some sex that I could just have for free without without <laughs> very much effort? <laughs> Are there any automatic deal breakers for you in the dating realm? Any things that if you experienced on a first date or even on the app itself would be automatic no's for you? Other than just like the obvious stuff like, you want to fuck? The obvious. (laughs) Who says that's a deal breaker? (laughs) People that are ultra like conservative in their values. Ooh, um, yeah, so if they even good one. write conservative on their profile, I, yeah. I don't even look further. Yeah, because I'm just like we're gonna be so different. I would say people that are not don't ask me questions about myself. Like they're not very. They don't seem very curious about who who I am or what's going on mm-hmm. with me. Like if it's just on them. Yeah. Or if I'm saying stuff and then they're just like, like they don't offer back information about them. Mm-hmm. I just think that's weird. <laughs> that's also a deal breaker for me. I feel like in order to be in my realm and my circle, like mm-hmm. you have to be willing to get a little deep. You have to be willing to be a at little vulnerable. A little, at least a little, little bit. bit. Like eventually, uh, hopefully a lot bit. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree that having meaningful conversation yeah it matters i don't want to be surface level with the person that i'm going to be intimate with give me something to work with Mm -hmm. i don't know like if i just leave and i'm like i don't think i know this person Mm -hmm. i'm like that sucks yes i'm just like i don't know that's that's what we're that's what we're here to do i don't know unless you just want like a pen pal or if you're not looking for anything emotionally serious, then I mean, I guess say that. 
That should be in your profile. And then let me let me decide. Because then, if you tell me, and I continue things, then that's my fault. So conservatives and non- people who don't bring anything to the conversational yeah. table. Yeah, yeah. Just show me you. Yeah. And then let's just see. I think that there's a wide spectrum of people on the dating apps. I think there's people who approach with optimism and they see like the good in the people that they go out with and they, they stay open. And then you've got like the impossible standards people, you know, the ones who show up and like like, everybody's to be this amount of hair follicles. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) the impossible standards person. What advice do you have for people who are putting themselves out there or who are not putting themselves mm-hmm. out there? Approach with optimism. I think it's good to have your list of things that you like and don't like. We all do that. And it's good to be clear about your needs mm-hmm. and your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and if maybe if you don't have them, it's good to have them. They're not yeah. bad things. Yeah. Um, and maybe if you're writing them down and the paper looks like a scroll Mm -hmm. that you have to like undo when it's like going down the hall maybe you know reevaluate a few things yes people are imperfect right i think getting out of the idea of how things should be or should go is a big one we might all have like a fantasy of like, or we know people were like, but it that it went like that for them, so it's possible. I'm like, it's possible. Mm-hmm. So you're saying like, don't compare your situation to other people's yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. It's helping me determine what I like and don't like. Yeah. And all of the people I've went out with have something that I like. Where I'm like, I'm gonna hold on to that. Yeah. And I'm gonna keep. I'm like, I liked that. I liked how that made me feel, or I like that thing. And I'm like, yes, this whole you, know, the whole you were not it, but like I like that thing. Yeah. And like keeping that, remembering that, writing it down with the you know goal of hopefully you find those things or most of those things. In one package. In one person, because, you mm-hmm. know, I think... It, it has to exist. Staying true to who you are. Making sure that, like, not approaching with a sense of entitlement. I think I recently put this into words as, as I was just having, like, a therapy drive after work one day. Just because you communicated well, you communicated your needs... You told this person what you wanted to do. You were not, you didn't go off on them. You weren't toxic to them. Like, that's great. That is what we should do. But that also doesn't make you entitled to this situation working out. I have heard it a lot from, like, people telling men that, like, oh, just because you're a nice guy doesn't mean that, like, you are entitled entitled to to sex sex or Mm -hmm. whatever. Just because I communicated my needs, my wants, and I was very clear about that doesn't make me entitled to a situation a boyfriend a relationship person or Mm -hmm. a relationship and just because it doesn't work out doesn't mean i should stop doing that like we'll see i communicated my needs to him well that's the last time i'm doing that yeah like no of course not um you should keep doing that like good yes like that should show you continue to test the waters don't be traumatized by someone not giving you the response that you wanted that sense of entitlement, I think, is hard sometimes to get away from. We we do so much inner work, and mm-hmm. we're like, but I've been through so much, but I did all this work, I'm ready. 
Mm-hmm. I found this cool person. Um, I told them I communicated my needs and everything, and he's just not reciprocating. Like, this is, like, that might not be the person for you. Yes. But don't stop communicating your needs and your boundaries. Mm -hmm. And don't stop putting yourself out there. And don't stop putting yourself out there. Because that's, you know. Because we're all trying to, like, like, just like, what's his name? Victor? Mm -hmm. Just like Victor did. We're all trying to find the best fit for ourselves. Yes. That's what, that's how, why I feel like I'm on the right track. I'm like, okay, I feel closer to yes. finding my person and having all the things that I like in one singular person. For sure. Um, For sure. Yeah. You got to sometimes you got to just weed through the bullshit before you land somewhere where you're like, okay, this is it. And I think that that is doing that is part of doing the work. Doing the work is also putting yourself in situations that are uncomfortable sometimes Mm -hmm. just to learn what it is that you will not accept in your own life, Mm -hmm. in your relationships, to take notes, mental notes, emotional notes, Mm -hmm. actual notes Mm -hmm. on what it is that made you feel good, what, what it is that made you feel bad so that when you see it the next time you flag it and say like, okay, this isn't going to work or, Ooh, that's right. I really do like this Mm -hmm. in a person. I think it's awesome that you're still putting yourself out there. And I think it's awesome that you recognize where you are in your dating experience, in your dating journey. Like that's, I think half the battle is recognizing what role you're playing. Yes, I'm big on seeing your role in this Mm -hmm. because, you know, it's hard and it took me a long time to do it because it's uncomfortable and it's like... It makes you feel maybe bad sometimes mm-hmm. about yourself, but you yes. know, yeah. see what is what is your role in this? I can like I can now see what my role in that situation three year situationship like he mm-hmm. never said he wanted to be in relationship, so why mm-hmm. would I? <laughs> yeah, think we were even remotely near that, right? Yes, well, because- he was showing me all these actions, and he was doing that. So yes, so yes, he was showing me all these actions now would be clear be like hey you're showing me this this is confusing this is a little unclear i just want to clarify if that's not what you want then you know let me know if you do then yeah conversation instead of being like a year years long of turmoil but you know all the things that we do that sound ridiculous to us years later are the reason that we grew and and moved forward like everything that you know now and are implementing in your dating experience is because you went and did that and subjected yourself to that and know what it feels like and don't want to go back because i'm like oh that don't want to feel that again or Mm -hmm. if certain things start popping up on people that i'm dating i'm like ooh, yeah where that could go yes along the lines of communicating your needs i feel like you people are not mind readers you gotta tell people like everyone is looking for different things and it's not it's very and it's dynamic what you're looking for can change at any point i would like if we could like say where we're at Mm -hmm. in our dating journey a lot sooner than it normally comes up in conversations Mm -hmm. because i feel like people think like oh if I say I'm looking for a long-term relationship, they're going to think they want I want one with them. 
Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't fucking know you. I don't know if I want it with you, but like that is my goal. Mm-hmm. Um Is that on your is that on your profile? No, because I'm scared to put it on there yeah. because people are gonna think I want one with them. Do you ever see <laughs> people put it on yeah, because there's an option now on Hinge, it's like new, where you can put your dating goals. Yeah. And there's like figuring things out or short term relationship or long term relationship or life partner. Yeah. Um, and some people have it. It's like new. Most people don't. Yeah. Um, I think and I don't for the reason why I hate that we don't do it because I'm like nervous of people somebody... being like, oh, like I'm going to go out with. Her. Oh, she knows what she wants. Gross. And she, <laughs> gross. She's going to want that with me. Yeah. Um, like some people know they want a short term relationship and that's great. And if yeah. you put that on there, then you can find people who also want that. Yeah. But like, oh, would you ever put it on there? What is your long term dating goal? Well, like what? I mean, I'm looking for like a long term relationship mm-hmm. is the goal. I think everybody a singular is. one, a singular one person. Shout out to the poly mm-hmm. poly couples. Mm-hmm. Um like, I was thinking about that recently. Like, aren't we kind of all looking for that one person? Like, all I feel like we Even all the ones of us who say that we're not or whatever. Would What if they walk by and they had everything? You would Even if you weren't looking for that, you are now. If you someone just strolls on by that has, like, you know, all the things that you like, then why would you not want to be yeah. with them? I mean, some people are in love with their careers or their... You know, just True. they're in love with other things and they say like that they don't want something that's so permanent, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what if there was someone for them who says that they kind of want the like, same I thing? Agree. Like, wow, I agree. Like, I'm married to my career and I'm really just looking for someone that knows my career is first. Yes. And they're like... Oh my god, my person, and they just like fucking just, mm-hmm. or even the person who says like I want to, I really like being with multiple people, and then they find that person who's like me, me too. too, right? So like, uh, mm-hmm. are we all just looking for? But like, how can you find that person if you, if you aren't say it? If you're not all the way honest and put that you want a long term relationship on your hinge, that's true. You know, change it on my on my way home. I might have to put it on there. You know, because then wouldn't don't you think you're more likely to like now start seeing people or connecting with people or like those people start popping up who Mm -hmm. want the same thing? I don't know. I feel like even though it's probably a smaller pool, like maybe you want to shop in the smaller pool. Maybe I want the the smaller pool, right? Mm -hmm. Because like. That, that that gets you people who are more in line with your way of thinking. And you might not match with people as frequently, but it's not about quantity. It's about the quality of the this person. And you're kind of weeding out the people that are just as scared as you to be honest about what they really want. And then all of you guys are like, hey, good on us for being honest that we want a long-term relationship Mm -hmm. maybe you even start a trend like damn dude that girl's being honest about it maybe i can be honest about it too that one girl with the wrestling belt around her neck and talking about she likes cheese with tapatio yes also wants a long-term relationship what yes and then you'll just these men will be going out for wedding rings instead of dming you and then the first thing that you'll see is like 
Do you want to marry me? Are we doing this today? Oh, today, right now. <laughs> Haven't had a proposal on there, but only time will tell. I'm not looking. We all have triggers and things that we don't like, but I'm not looking for someone. I'm not looking to not be triggered by someone. Right. I think I'm looking for someone where if I am triggered, like I feel safe to like unpack that and talk about it with them. And I don't feel like bringing it up is going to make them leave or I'm nervous or like we can work through it together. So I feel like that would be an unrealistic if you someone getting into the thing of don't look to not be triggered yeah just like look for how to manage that trigger to manage in a the healthy trigger way. and finding that person where you feel comfortable mm-hmm. bringing it up working through it because we're all going to be triggered we cannot be say yeah i'm looking for someone that's never going to trigger me yeah ralph triggers me constantly Con- like right now and he's not even in the room i'm triggered i'm so triggered right now <laughs> you're like i wish he can he was here so i can just like pop off because of my trigger yes um i think that's hilarious i listened to this podcast that my friend mark sent me once and it was about how we tend to forget that we are all still children who just look different got older and when we get into relationships and somebody fucks up we feel like what the fuck you know how dare you mess up or or how you mm-hmm. how dare you not know how to take care of me in this moment of vulnerability mm-hmm. and the truth is that a successful relationship is one in which we forgive each other for not being right. perfect and then help each other learn how to love each other the right way right and like we teach each other lessons and like listen dude right now you upset me i'm triggered whatever like this is what i need and then hopefully in turn they do the same thing and tell you what they need and before you know it it starts to become second nature Mm -hmm. and it's really that a successful relationship is learning and finding ways to make them feel good and teaching them how to make you feel good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like we're not going to just innately know like there are certain levels of human decency that we should probably know right but like as far as specifics to you Mm-hmm. And that's a hard one because sometimes when people do something, you're like that fucking idiot. Why wouldn't they know that? Yeah. Um, but why would they know that? Yeah. Why would they? Because they don't that? know you, right? And we have to teach people mm-hmm. how what we need and how we work. Mm-hmm. And we and we have to remind ourselves that everybody has a different life experience. Yes. So you know what comes naturally to one might not come naturally to the other, and. It's just uh, we're out there in a huge pond with a million different fish. The fish analogy was awful. But the bottom line is that like we're all so different. Um, but I think we ultimately want the same Some thing. Some of us aren't even fish. We're- <laughs> and you're just like, you didn't see that. You didn't experience that in fish school? Yeah. And the <laughs> the fucking scuba divers, like, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. What are we saying right what now, even? What are we even? saying? And then they're just, they just see bubbles. Yes. Like, they don't even know you're talking. Some of us are ducks, just at the Some surface. Some of us are ducks at the surface. We don't even know what's going on underwater. But um, dating. 
with Christina. Thank mm-hmm. you, Christina. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank you for having much. me. Let's, uh, let's Letting do- me raw dog you with my emotions. Oh. <laughs> you can, you are welcome to raw dog me with your emotions wow. anytime. Wow. I am here for it. Monkey pox, I don't care. No. <laughs> Come at me. Thank you, Christina. Podcast.